0: Welcome to the Ike Packers Podcast. Go Pack Go. It's a bye week. Rams depleted it. That's perfect timing. Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're Ike underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. Green Bay is set to take on the Rams on Monday night. One week from today, that's a big matchup. Baker Mayfield, the starting quarterback. Will he go on a run or will the Packers shut down the fun? We dive into it all. Thanks for joining. Let's get Welcome into the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Ikestead and Packers fans. Thank you for tuning in today. We had a successful Christmas toy drive in the Ike community this last week. The recap video is coming up shortly, so make sure to check out the Ike accounts for that. But we have a great episode for you here today. It's bye week, so it's a bye week banter and I'm joined by my co-host KJ. KJ, welcome to the show. How you doing? Hey what's going on Packers fans? I'm doing great we just had a tremendous toy
1: drive year four. Didn't know what to expect. It ended up being a just a great uh, toy drive, and it was a shared effort by all. I know we had certain followers donate. I know we had athletes donate. I know uh, you know a lot of people in the community, whether it was businesses or individuals from uh, local in Wisconsin to throughout the states, to throughout the nation, they all donated, and we gave these kids a great Christmas. Little, little funny story, um, we wanted to one-up uh, the previous two years, which were fire trucks and a, a fleet of eight Teslas, And we were wondering how to do that, so we thought about doing like a like a chopper, like dressing up as Santa. And then, like, grabbing a, a big sack of toys and then, like, getting out of the helicopter. And it's not like we own a helicopter or anything. You know, we would just, like, rent this or, or pull, you know, make make some calls, see if we can get a helicopter. And it turned out that there, there, it looked like there was a helicopter lined up. But unfortunately, the, at the last minute, the hospital put the kibosh on landing a helicopter there. So we had to pivot, do something special. And we ended up partnering with the City of Milwaukee Police Department, which is super cool. You know, just tireless uh, workers in the community. Uh, they have a really tough job so it was just an absolute treat to be able to deliver all the toys with their help and a lot of other businesses in the community Uh, but the the more exciting thing is that the packers are not actually eliminated yet the packers are still in the hunt and we have several games left you know aaron Rodgers is playing as of the right now we have a very winnable game coming up you know unfortunately we have this super long wait But we should see some Jordan Love before it's all said and done this year. I know Packers fans are just clamoring to see Jordan Love. I know I am, too. So I think it's going to be a great uh, rest of the season. I think it's going to be a very, very, very entertaining show. And thanks for
0: having me. Let's get into it. Yup, The Rams game sits one week from today. That's Monday Night Football, December 19th. That's 7.15 p.m. Central Time kickoff. Baker Mayfield pulled off a miraculous comeback in his first appearance for the Rams. He did not get the start, but came back in the game late. And that's what the Packers are going up against. But the storyline I want to talk about first, Cage, is actually what happened this week in the division. And that was that the Detroit Lions knocked off the Vikings 34-23 and have now won five of their last six games putting detroit at six and seven second in the division and the packers if they run the table right are set to play this lions team on the final week of the season kj (laughs) they're looking like they're turning the corner as like a franchise does this worry you as a packers fan and uh, i guess what are your general thoughts on this rise of the lions you know the rise of the lions is about to happen
1: eventually right You know, the franchise is just down for so long. If it can happen to the Browns so they can actually finally stack up some talent and even make the playoffs and and even put in place, uh, you know, maybe some building pieces, it was bound to happen to Detroit uh, eventually. And it looks like it's happening. I've been looking at a few mock drafts recently, and a lot of people are thinking that the Lions are going to go and double down on their defensive line and take one of, like, the top defensive linemen, such as Jalen Carter from Georgia, undefeated Georgia. And if you think about that, just pairing him with Aiden Hutchinson, you know, that's a very, very, very scary front to go up against multiple times a year for just many, many years to come, as the Packers would have to do playing in their division. I do think that, you know, you look at Jared Goff, he's certainly having a decent year. Uh, he's certainly got the Lions with, I believe, more wins than the Packers. But I like the Green Bay quarterback uh, you know room more than I like the Detroit quarterback room I think regardless of who you're starting whether it's 12 I think you could probably outplay Luck anytime although it was very 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 incredibly frustrating to watch the Packers lose to the lines under any circumstance such as they did earlier Talking in the Talking about Jared Goff but 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 really uh, Jordan Love if he went up against Jared Goff I think that you know Jordan Love could easily outplay him and it, you know, the Lions rise. It had to happen eventually. I think the Pack can beat him any given any given day. But they're remember, they're bringing back Jamison Williams, too, the guy from Alabama. He had a 40-yard wh- touchdown. Who absolutely just lit it up. So he's kind of going to be a part of their, what, what they're doing going forward. He's a very talented receiver. I think a lot of people forgot about him. I'm, I'm sure some fantasy owners are going to be looking at him. But, yeah, I mean, the arrow is trending up for Detroit. That's the the thing here. Like, the Bears, this is what's fascinating. The Vikings, you could probably say their arrow is pointing, like, upwards to the right, even though that team's got plenty of cracks. You could look at the point differential. You could look at the roster construction. But they have plenty of wins. They're going to be in the playoffs, it's looking like. And you look at the Packers, our our arrow has been pointing up for so many years. This year, it is not pointing up. It's pointing downwards to the right. You know, some Packers fans out there might even say that it's pointing straight down. You look at the Bears, their arrow has been pointing downwards for so long. But some people might say that it's actually starting to look up to the right a little bit, despite how bad they're playing, because they found their franchise quarterback. And, you know, it finally looks like the Bears are going to be able to stack a little talent here with this top draft pick as well. Uh, and then you have the Detroit Lions, whose arrows been pointing down for so long. Well, their arrows pointing up now. So I think that's kind of what I'll say about that. I hope the Packers can win, but if it ends up with us getting a better draft pick, you got to do what you got to do. You know, the Packers need to make the playoffs at, by all means necessary. But if we're eliminated, we should be playing Jordan Love and going for the higher pick.
0: Real talk. Yeah, and, and and Packers fans, I just want to let you know that the Lions, they lost to the Bills by three points, they lost to the Dolphins by four points, uh, they got blown out early in the season by a couple teams, but they've had some close losses, so they've really had this strange year where they're actually pretty good is it a fluke i don't know i look at jared goff and i don't see that as a long-term solution so the lions even though they're building this roster around them you mentioned hutchinson you mentioned jameson williams there's a lot of other good pieces on that team they still have that quarterback issue that jared goff has proven he probably isn't the guy who can take you to a win you a super bowl and and (laughs) so we'll see what happens he can get you to a super bowl if his team's stacked around him but i don't think he's going to actually win you one Especially not in Detroit, so they still have a hiccup there. But it's scary, Cage, because the Vikings are ten and three, the Lions are six and seven, the Bears are the dumpster fire in the division, having lost six straight. But the Packers sit in this strange territory right now, where they can either try to battle it out against the Detroit Lions, who sit at six and seven, Packers are five and eight, and try to you know scrap their way into this final playoff spot this year, well, or. They I was can, just going to say, let's talk about that for a second. Maybe yeah. you want to
1: finish your point quick, but I was just going to say, let's lay out, you know, we're at a bye week. When better than than to do it right
0: now. Let's talk about these next few games. you have the Packers schedule in front of you? Packers take on the Rams, right? You know, beatable, absolutely beatable team. Yeah, let's, let's say that's quarterback. a quarterback. Right? Let's say that's a Packers win. They go to 6-8. and eight. Then they have the Dolphins. Not that's going to be team. a tricky game. Dolphins are coming off a loss against the Chargers. Tight one. Seemed like Chargers had some pretty good defense cage. We even caught a little bit of that game. You know what that reminds <sighs> me of? This game reminds me of this Packers Dolphins game
1: upcoming. Reminds That's me of Christmas few, by the way. It reminds me of a few years ago when the Packers Aaron Rodgers came back and we had to beat the Carolina Panthers on the road to like getting the playoffs or something and it was a very intense game it was like Aaron Rodgers first game back but we just couldn't do it like the Panthers were actually really good that year and they ended up beating us it might have been the year we went to the Super Bowl I, I don't quote me on that it was many years ago but it almost reminds me, like, the Packers, I think they can beat this the Rams team. You know, like, Baker Mayfield, he may have caught lightning in a bottle once. I don't know if he's going to do it again. Uh, I think we get that win. And it's like, okay, maybe a couple, couple things break the Packers' way and we're somehow still not eliminated yet. Well, then we have this serious test when we're going up against the stacked Dolphins team who very much looks like they're going to be in the playoffs, but it's not certain. So they're going to be playing with the utmost focus. Uh, I mean, that could be a a point where the Packers are just simply overmatched in terms of talent. I mean, it's an instance of the Dolphins having a quarterback on a rookie contract and being able to just absolutely stack the talent around him. You know, they signed Armstead, the the big, pricey OT in the offseason. They brought in guys, pro bowlers like Alec Ingold, Tyreek Hill. They just brought in Bradley Chubb, you know, Xavier Howard. I I forgot the other cornerback's name, but he's got a big deal, too. Like, this team is is absolutely loaded and they, there's a chance that they might just be like too good uh too talented for the Packers to win but that will be a heck of a game
0: well who else do the Packers have Alex so meanwhile so after that Dolphins matchup it's the Vikings and Lions at home to end the season so Packers have four uh, I mean pretty winnable games but also you could potentially you run could the go, table you could go four and oh but the Packers could also go one and three here oh um, and four and the lions meanwhile have the jets, the panthers, the bears and the packers. So the the lions have a considerably easier schedule than the packers. So say hypothetically right both teams win out. Lions then have 9 wins. They're sitting 9 and 7. Packers at that point go 8 and eight, KJ. Nine and seven, eight and eight, and then they have to take on the Lions in that final game of the season. Oh my gosh. Would nine and eight get the Packers in the playoffs? Do you, do you well, think it, it's like. I think we'd have to look up the tiebreakers, but. You would hate for it to come down to
1: like something out of your control when the Packers just like pissed away the first week of the season, you know, against the Vikings. Yeah. For the second year in a row, we just acted like we were too good to give it. You know what? And the first week of the season, like first week regular season, we don't care with the Green Bay Packers, didn't you know? We don't do off-season stuff around here. We're way too good for that.
0: So you all know, our coach poverty, doesn't hold anybody accountable. Yeah. All, all these <laughs> other poverty
1: NFL franchises acting like they're they're needing to do offseason stuff. What a joke. You know, like, that's kind of the mo- like the, the mantra the Packers have been <laughs> operating by, and it would only be fate if they were burned by something like that, where if they would have just taken the offseason seriously and maybe gone to, to do some team-organized activities, get that chemistry ahead of what it was, and and so by the time you hit the training camp, you know, you're kind of already hitting the ground running. Obviously it was just a train wreck week one. Uh, the coaching staff's done this multiple years in a row, so there's a bit of a disturbing pattern here, and you would absolutely absolutely hate to see the packers get screwed by something of their own doing uh which i i hope not the case but it's looking like we're going to be playing luck you know the luck jar you know we're going to be playing uh saying it's some looking, prayers and hopefully they're answered we'll see we'll it's see it's looking
0: slim packers fans because but the buccaneers are six and seven they lead their division so their division chance... is worse they don't
1: have like a 10 and one or whatever oh, the vikings know. are
0: then you have the forty ers nine and four. They're probably gonna make the playoffs. The Seahawks are seven and six. That's up for grabs. And then you have the Cowboys and Eagles, each with above ten wins. They'll probably both make the playoffs. Packers beat the Cowboys. I can't believe they lost to the Commanders. I think that's just <laughs> you know, it's just like this is what this season's coming down to. Bad losses. Bad and losses. Packers bad fans, I want to put you in a in a situation, right? Many of you are fans of college basketball in the NCAA tournament every year. And when they're doing their bracketology, selecting the teams, the best teams to make the final tournament, they put up the good wins and the bad losses. And just so teams can kind of, and I guess evaluators, take a look at, you know, how good legitimately is this team. And when you look at the Packers this year, KJ, they've got a lot of bad losses. Yeah. I mean, the eye test says so. The eye test says so, but, you know, the book test, too, if I told you before this year, regardless of record, that the Packers were going to lose to the Lions, the Commanders, the Jets, the Giants, and, you know, the Vikings, you probably would have told me they're going to finish, like, top five overall pick. Uh, It would have been, like, everything possible would have gone wrong.
1: And you can't say that that's the case this year. You can't say that everything possible has gone wrong, right? So so, um, so then if you dive into what has gone wrong. Execution, lack of
0: preparedness, terrible coaching. I want to talk to that because then Packers fans, if we're looking into, you know, not everything has gone wrong this year because on the, at the start of the show, we're breaking down ways the Packers can still get into the. Playoffs here because they're still eligible But things have gone wrong And too many The things that to me look like they've gone Wrong are Actually coaching decisions now you can maybe disagree with this right in your take packers fans maybe you think it's a rod maybe you think it's you know some other players to blame maybe you think it's amari rogers maybe you think it's pure luck but let me tell you why i think it's coaching right KJ broke down a perfect example in week one they haven't given a you know what about week one in years that's evident they haven't really cared about the offseason but here's why the jets Commanders, Giants Stretch KJ, in which the Packers That was you a can't, tough stretch Can you blame The players For losing all three of those games Because the Jets, there was a 17 point loss Maybe that one, but the Commanders was a 2 point loss The Giants was a 5 point loss In both of those games, the Packers should have pulled off And whether it's timeout Management, we were complaining about that earlier Every in the year, man. Whether it's, you know, inactive players. The Packers were pretty healthy at those points. They still had Rashawn Gary. And the fact that they lost those games despite having Aaron Rodgers leads me to one possible excuse, which would be the thumb. But then you have Jordan Love sitting there right there who probably would have won at least one of those three games considering the other quarterbacks are not better than Jordan Love on those rosters. Well,
1: that's interesting. How many games would Jordan Love have won in that stretch, Packers fans? What was it, Giants, Jets, Commanders? Yeah, those three. I think Jordan Love could have you know, if you're betting like I don't think anyone thinks he's going 0 and three. You know, like I think objectively he's getting at least going one and three or two and or excuse me, one and two or two and one. And there's a chance he could even go and beat all three of those teams. How sweet would that have been? But yeah, I mean the pack really just fumbled the bag at that I would say pretty weak point in the schedule. You know, I know the records are saying those teams are decent this year. But look at the quarterback I mean you're telling me the Packers can't beat Daniel Jones Zach Wilson or, or the new white guy uh, And then the Commanders You know like come on guys Come on
0: Well well, it's one thing to be you know in a storm And be completely under siege Against a good team and kind of you know Lose by three points or lose by ten points That's understandable well, but It's like the Eagles right. or something Yeah but when you're, when you're smooth sailing When you're playing the Commanders Jets and Giants I couldn't. You couldn't ask for an easier draw. You really couldn't, Packers fans. Based yeah. on how the NFL has been looking, they're still talking about, you know, the quarterback I mean, Chase Young was out,
1: I'm pretty sure.
0: Like, for the he commanders. Was.
1: Yeah. I mean, imagine going up against Chase Young, not fun for any quarterback or offensive lineman.
0: Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe it was the Doc David Bakhtiari situation that was up in the air at this situation, too, which well, is more coaching. But that then, is interesting
1: because will david Bakhtiari be here next year packers fans i don't
0: think so i think people are done with him they're ready to move on just like mentally from this group and that and that's really what these final four games are going to show us packers fans is is this group have some players that we can maintain or are they in need of a full rebuild because the roster cage right now It has many holes, many holes. It's
1: very scary because, you know, I remember a few years ago when the Packers' safeties had, like, zero interceptions, right? Or the Packers' safeties forced zero turnovers. Do you remember that? That was maybe, like, six, seven years ago. Burnett and, I think, Ha-Ha Clinton
0: Dix at the time. Whoever it might have been. But
1: the Packers addressed that by signing Amos, and then they also drafted Donnell Savage in the first round. And then those safeties have shared the field for the the last uh, four or five years. Well, there's a chance both those guys are gone next year, you know? And it's like, okay, whatever our safety position looks like, maybe some Pakistanis would be happy about that. Maybe some would be sad. Maybe some would be a mixture of both. But, like, you know, that's a significant hole. When you lose, like, your entire, uh, you know, it's like... It's like like, losing (laughs) your
0: two cooks. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's like you're losing your, your cooks or something, you know? And, like, you're like, okay, well, like, technically someone else can cook, but we're going to have to figure out some safe, you know, like clearly we're going to have to put high draft (laughs) capital and free agency capital towards that. Well, guess what? The Packers uh, financial picture isn't looking great. And, you know, our draft picture, we don't necessarily want to be putting those high picks towards safeties, right? Wouldn't we rather use them towards like weapons or maybe high level defenders? I don't know. That's just what I would do. But, you know, that's just one position. Like David Bakhtiari is almost like that thing where he's like that one really good friend, who is a good friend, but like sometimes you can count on him or her and other times you just absolutely can't. Like leaves you hanging. You know, like you made plans or something, just leaves you hanging or you're even at the plans, like, leaves you hanging. Something weird where David Bakhtiari, like, great guy, like, you know, had a lot of great memories here, but you just truly can't count on him as a franchise anymore. And so it's like, eventually, what you do is you just wisen up, and you're like, look, I I just want to remove this variable. I want to actually, you know, spend my time with people who I can count on or or put my football players on the the field that I can count on or even pay my football players upwards of 20 mil to the ones that I can count on. So it's like David Bakhtiari, man— He's another one of these guys who I think the safety position and David Bakhtiari in particular are really, I would lean towards not going to come back. You know, I think something different would have to happen if those guys did return uh, it's going to be interesting because you also have names like Aaron Jones, who apparently his deal like catapults into the $20 million range Packers fans. So if he returns, it's going to be something like a structure, or like a restructure, which also kicks bad cap down the road. Usually that doesn't really help you in the, in the future. And so it's like, would Aaron Jones of all people, would the Packers even not bring him back? It's it's honestly really interesting thoughts. But in order to avoid all these thoughts, we need to make the playoffs And it starts with Baker Mayfield and the Rams coming up. Baker Mayfield pulled a miracle off when he won them that game. But the the Rams are in even worse shape than most other franchises because they traded away their first-round pick in their pursuit pursuit of the Super Bowl. And it ended up working out for them. But they're like the fourth overall pick this year, third overall pick. And they don't even have
0: their pick. (laughs) Oh. That's brutal. They got a ring, Um, though. They got a ring, though.
1: You know, so it's like even if they won that game last week, like I'm pretty sure if they're not already eliminated, they're going to get eliminated any second. They're 4-9. So it's like, you know, I I think the Packers, we got to win this game, man. No ifs, ands, or buts. If we lose this game— Packers fans it's gonna be fun that's all I'm gonna say Ike Packers is gonna be fun no matter what but if Packers lose this game you better you better be checking out Ike Packers because that will be some interesting stuff
0: oh man Packers fans it's a tough spot to be in because then the Packers move forward we're in the gray zone as I mentioned where you kind of have to win out to have a chance of making the playoffs and maybe it isn't even in your own destiny your own hands and you're getting further and further away from the top of the draft which isn't the goal in green bay but on a year like this you kind of want to use your picks to fill these blatant holes in the team and i i I also cage i agree i think it's a packers win this roster looks depleted don't let baker mayfield do it again i think he's just i was actually thinking to myself baker mayfield to the Rams. He's done. I thought I thought this was going to be the end of his career after he flamed out of the Panthers. Don't let this man have a second coming on the Green Bay Packers because that's all he needs following this comeback win to get himself going in L.A. again is Baker Mayfield has this little run to end the season. But if that happens, Green Bay will have a higher pick because of a cage and then it would officially be the Jordan Love era. So I think it's a fun game to watch either way for those. For it's going to be fun. Monday Night Football. Yeah, Monday Night Football. I mean, Big stage twelve out there, Christian Watson out there, looking to put up more numbers. How many? How many receivers? Cage have had his type of start as a rookie. It's very few. You're seeing names only like Randy Moss, OBJ. He's in a very select company for the type of numbers he's put up these last few games, and I'm excited to see, it, can see it keep going because. He is kind of the Packers' offense right now. Is, that, is Well, that he's a reason say? to turn on the TV, right, Packers fans? It's like, you, you, you know, there's not
1: <laughs> you as many down. reasons in years past <laughs> to turn on the TV on the Sunday during the Packers' time slot. I mean, for us, obviously we got the game on, right? But it's like a lot of <laughs> people are like they're busted up. <laughs> when people were talking about the Packers by they were like, Well, at least we can't lose. You know, like that was kinda like the most common response I heard. Well, at least we can't lose. You know, if we can't play, we can't lose. You know, like it's like that is terrible. But uh, you know, I think the Packers we, we gotta win this game under any circumstance. We gotta win it under any circumstance. We just gotta win it under any, any, any circumstance.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, it's just I don't really. It means something a little. It keeps the Packers playoff hopes alive. So I'm not gonna say it doesn't mean anything.
1: I mean, if you but, you know if you're looking for individual players, Christian Watson's a reason to watch. I think, Quay Walker's yeah. a reason to watch. Jared Alexander, he'll he'll make you happy. He'll make you frustrated, but he is a reason to watch. Jordan Love potentially getting in that's a reason to watch. Uh, Packers running game that's a reason to watch. Yeah, you know, there are reasons to watch. It should be an intense, hard-fought game, but yeah, I mean, it, you you've got to come away with the W.
0: Here, yeah, no, and here's a W. Here's a final thing to ponder on: is what's going on at the management system still? Like, I I hope the Packers are in the background working on some things because. It's been awfully quiet, Cage, on the coaching and the, you know, managerial status. It's like everyone's gonna get a free pass this year. Is that is that what's kind of going on <laughs> we'll around see, here? We'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a like bye week, so
1: there are still some weeks to go. So we'll we'll have fun with that when when the news drops. Um, yeah, we'll see.
0: They think, they think we've got the shortest attention spans out there, no to man. But we 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 remember what we've seen this season. It's been tough. <laughs> but, hey, Rams Monday night should be fun. Always makes a Monday better. You'll have, you know, I guess Ike Packers on Tuesday then, Cage. Maybe we'll do the show on Tuesday next week. Yeah, Packers um,
1: fans, maybe. Yeah, we'll have to let you know when we end up doing
0: the show. Maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday. We'll see. Yeah, but that'll be fun. I just want to, you know, as one final thought for the show today, say thank you to everybody who donated for the ike community toy drive it was our biggest year yet in terms of toys and that was thank you everybody. so awesome because they actually give these toys to the kids as comfort toys during the holidays so you know kids who are having a tough time in the hospital stressing out freaking out you know they get to go rip open a new thing of pokemon cards nerf legos whatever they want and we even had a couple tony uh, tvs donated so i just want to quick uh you know before i do cage you want to say any thoughts before i read off some of the names from the community that donated you know packers fans every
1: year it's it's a very wonderful surprise at how many toys are donated because there's the initial burst and then there's kind of like the toys uh build and build at the drop-off locations throughout the week but It always blows us away uh, when we round up all the toys at the end and just see the entire amount of toys. I mean, this year I think we filled up like more than an entire uh, business lobby and you know like you mentioned a lot of tvs uh you know some really cool like pokemon decks with that if i was a kid i know not remember back when i collected pokemon cards and I, if i was sick in a hospital and they told me that you could get a deck of like holographic pokemon cards i would be the happiest kid ever just a really cool stuff and, and you know the final day delivering all that stuff getting dressed up in the santa suit it always just reminds you why you know, you're here, I guess, you know, and it's to help others and to, to help put a smile on other people's face. So that's, that's one of the ways we like to, to give back uh, Packers fans is, it's just to help the kids. You know, it's a, it's something that we believe connects um, everybody. You know, we've all been a kid at one point and we just it want them to have the, to the best Christmas and best holiday season possible. So it meant a lot to me. It does every year. I want to thank everybody who helped spread the word, everyone who helped donate, Everyone who just did something uh, to, to help spread holiday cheer this year. So it always is very fulfilling and makes you feel great. So thanks everybody for helping. Alex, you want to maybe read off some of the individual names and everything?
0: Yep. In Packers fans, it even connects NFL players because last night we got a message from an NFL player saying, "Hey, let's jump on a call today." Took the call before the podcast, and he was going to donate a big one. You know, multiple zeros to the toy drive, but unfortunately I had wrapped up in time. So he'll he'll be on the donation card for next year. But we got a donate from Alec Ingold donation from Alec Ingold of the Miami Dolphins. I wanna sp- send a special shout out to him. He's actually from donation. Green Bay. He's from Green cool. Bay, super cool. Yeah. Played his college uh, ball at Wisconsin. Yep, walked on there. Super great guy. on the Dolphins, so we may be things. seeing him soon. You'll be seeing him in a few weeks. I want to you know, give him a special thanks. I want to also give a special thanks out to uh, Surgical Hoops in the community, the Ike Packers community, Sam Matheson in the Ike Packers community, Maximilian Drescher, Brock Elena. We have many other. Shiksha Malhotra. We have Amar Iqbal. We have Hamid. We have... We have Lisa Caston, we have Hallie Grove, we have Julia Wonderland, we have Angela Berkeley, we have many, many names. Packers fans, I could read off all of these names, but it'll it'll probably take too long. But Gage, <laughs> do you have any do you have any final thoughts? You know, <laughs> any Packers other people fans? you want to hit. Team effort. Team, Team effort. effort. Thank yeah. you to all
1: the people, all the fans, all the businesses, all the athletes each and every one of you for making a difference you know there's nothing (laughs) like rolling your sleeves up and getting you know, putting in some elbow grease into, into making a difference. And that's what we did this year with all of your help. It was a complete team effort, and the kids were the ones that benefit. So we're just very happy about that. Yeah. And, and you had, all can, can be happy about that this offseason as well.
0: And we also had 10 fantastic businesses help out, uh, notably, you know, CNC Barge. We had New Art Dental Lab in Brookfield. We had Inclusion Coffee in Heartland. We had the Lumber Inn in Delafield. We had in Waukesha Casa Noble and we had the wisconsin golfers association wisconsin so a, lo- Golf association, a lot of cool WSGA. pieces come together for this toy drive, packers fans if next year you own a business or you just have an organization or even some friends and some manpower please get involved reach out to us we would love to have you love to meet you in person talk yeah. about the packers it's a great experience and we welcome everyone we we were able to partner with the cops this year to donate the toys we'll think of something epic for next year don't you miss it cage any final thoughts for our listeners today you know Packers fans keep on being the
1: greatest fans in the world you guys and girls you're the best fans ever so we're very appreciative we have a lot of love for you all so thank you for always listening thank you for always having our backs and go pack go forever i'll take us yep.
0: go pack go forever if you like the show please consider leaving us a five-star review that's the number one way you can help us also telling a friend is a great way to grow the show we appreciate everybody rams monday night football It's either going to be draft season or playoff season. We're going to be there every step of the way for you. Make sure you're following Ike Packers on Twitter. Where the best content. The best conversation lives. We see all of it. It's going crazy. Do not miss that. And KJ, thanks for coming on the show. Packers fans, we'll catch you next week. We're out. If you enjoyed this episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend. And leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans. Last time I saw you